0: What's up everybody, welcome back to the show, my name is Adam, I am your host, it is that time of the year, football is here, by the time you're listening to this, the Bucks and Cowboys will probably already have played because I'm recording it on the day of the game, so we are, football, like I said, football is here, basketball is right around the corner, hockey right around the corner, baseball is going towards their playoffs, we've got MLS, we've got USA soccer games, I mean it's... It's one of the best times of the year, I think, for sports. Like September, college football, again, ex- but not really sports related, not really sports card related, maybe more, you know, betting related. Or if you're just a college football fan, it's obviously super exciting that college football is back. Uh, but here we are. It's September. It's that time of the year when everything kind of starts coming back to from a sports perspective. Everything starts coming back to normal The summer. You know, it's over. I don't know. It's 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 unfortunate to say, and I know some people probably don't want to hear that, but it is over. And with sports cards, so this episode actually is going to probably be called, I guess I'll call it the State of the Union for Heroes for Sale, because I'm going to be just recapping kind of What's been going on with sports cards and what I've been doing with content? Because I mean, obviously, if you are a podcast listener, that means in 2020 you heard a podcast almost every single day, and in 2021 it has been it has been much less consistent, unfortunately. And I have been focusing more on TikTok, and I mean, even Instagram in a way has been has slowed down a little bit. And I just think that, you know, TikTok has been basically one of the platforms and if you have been following me for a while, you obviously heard me talk about TikTok a ton. And you know, it's great because I'm seeing a lot more people kind of come over to that platform um and more more card people at least, which is cool to see because I think that's going to help the help card TikTok grow and you know, it's great. I I enjoy some of the content that I'm making on there. I think there's There's times in, while I've been making content at least, that I've had to figure out either a new way to do things, or at least a a different way, I guess you could say, because, you know, I've been making content since like 20, like 2018, probably like I think May of 2018 was my first post about sports cards on Instagram, uh, or at least on this account, and if some maybe some of you have followed me since then, like but before it was kind of funny because the name was actually two by three designs, and then after you know posting for a couple weeks, probably I realized that sports cards are actually two and a half by three and a half because it was referring to the uh size of the cards. I i learned that sport, or not really learned, but I realized that sports cards were two and a half by three and a half, not two by three. So that's what changed the, changed the name to Heroes for Sale. And, you know, I think over the course of the past, I mean, even I guess since the National, I think there has been so much that's changed in the industry since the National that it's a little bit harder for me personally to envision what I think the industry is going to look like because let's just say back in 2018, this is sort of what I, where we're at now is sort of where I envisioned the industry to be, to be honest. Like, I I thought that this was going to, like, a lot of the things, I thought records were going to be broken, you know, but I also thought that it was going to take a lot longer. Like, 2018, I expected this to be, like, a four to five year process, like, I, which now 18 months, so 20 well actually, 2018 is three years ago, so I expected us to be where we're at now two to three years from now so like 20 because like 2022 slash 2023 was sort of my vision for where i thought that sports cards could go and really kind of become mainstream now there's been a lot of things that have totally i think changed my outlook on the industry i think like nfts for example has been one that sort of changed my outlook because NFTs are essentially what I envisioned as what sports cards could be in a digital world. And there's definitely been, in my opinion, there's been no company that's been able to recreate physical sports cards in the digital world correctly just yet. Because, you know, athletes and celebrities have made projects, um, NFT projects, and I don't think they've hit the mark exactly where I think they should um and and it may even just be that because nfts themselves like i think at least from viewing nfts from afar like i've looked into buying them but i haven't bought any yet um like I, on my opensea account i have favorited some so there are different projects that i like and i mean i'm definitely interested in probably buying some soon um, I just think that because if, if you if anybody that's into NFTs, and I know some people hear the word NFTs and they kind of their eyes roll back and they're the back of their head, they're like, Oh, another another sports card person talking about NFTs. And it's not really necessarily that I think like I think that sports cards in general they're not going to be taken out by NFTs. But I think what I'm seeing right now with like celebrities changing their profile pictures on Twitter and Instagram to NFTs is that's it's 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 sort of what I expected sports cards was going to become like but I guess it's just the NFT has become easier for people to show that they bought an NFT like with cards it's like how do you, if you're not just posting, like, because if you look at athletes, like, top athletes, top celebrities, their, all their feed, it's not, like, because with Instagram nowadays, nothing, like, you know, people's feeds aren't just, at least celebrities and athletes, and for the most part, their feeds are very curated, and they're not just gonna post, like, you know, in the sports card world, like, I think it's very normal to just, like, post the picture of the card in your hand, but, like, for celebrities and athletes, they they have a it's just it's just cur, it's curated in a way that I feel like the organic nature of just like taking a picture of a car that you bought and posting it on Instagram isn't part of their brand in a way. But like NFTs, all you have to do is just change your profile picture, but then that doesn't change any of the feeds. So it's like the the nature of changing the profile picture to an NFT is sort of. It, it, it's it's essentially what I thought sports cards were going to do, but it makes more sense in a way. So, like I said, I think the industry itself, and I've talked about this in the past as well on episodes probably this year and last year, like, what's the ceiling for how many more people can get into cards? And I'm, I still wonder that, and it's something that I kind of think about a lot, a lot recently, just because we've seen, like, I thought, and, and I guess this is maybe just something that I thought, was that, The articles that were, you know, top cards or expensive cards that were selling. I thought that that was going to be the thing that brought people into cards more. I thought, like, maybe talking about it on ESPN or I think a show on ESPN potentially, like, could bring people in. And, I mean, you look at the amount of content that's being produced as well. Like, there is so much more content now than there was... I don't know, I, I I keep I keep saying 18 months ago, when more, it's actually more like 2019, so it's almost now, it's getting to the point where it's like 24 months ago, which is, because I was thinking about it, like, <laughs> there's this trend on TikTok that's like, post a picture of the last four summers, of post a picture of you the last four summers, and then people start posting pictures from 2018, I'm like, wait, 2018 was four years ago, like, the summer of 2018 was four years ago, and that just blows my mind, so... I thought that, like a couple years ago, like that was what was going to bring people in, but I'm not a hundred percent sure if that's. I don't think that take is as accurate as I expected because, like at this point, at this point, with how many records have been broken and how many articles have been written, I can't imagine that there's anybody that's into sports that hasn't seen one of these articles and. I'm wondering if maybe it's not that type of article that's going to bring more people in, if it's if it's different types of content, which I, I guess, and this is kind of me speculating again, but it's it's really just me sort of doing what I usually do on this podcast and kind of talking about random stuff and what's on my mind. But like, I just wonder how many, because like I said, at this point, how many more people are going to get into cards and how is that going to affect the pricing, because now at this point, a lot of, like, the high-end base rookies, like, they're almost, you know, it's harder to recommend those types of cards to people that are getting into sports cards. Like, back in 2018, when I was, you know, it was, like, the end of the summer in 2018. um, Basketball season was just about to start. And even, you know, even into the start of 2019, into maybe even 2020, you could say. But, like... You could say hey, the base Luka rookie card is one of the best cards you can get. It's it's at the time when I bought it it was $70 or, you know, a couple a couple months later it was still in the $100-$200 range. So, like that's a realistic card with 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 it having a history of a kind of increasing or at least staying the same where it is. Now like that card, you know, it's grown in population. It, it's grown in uh it's it's grown in uh, I guess you could say it's grown in price. I don't know if that's a term, but, you know, it's it's gone up in price. But it's, like, it's harder, I guess, for me to want to make content about recommending cards. And, I mean, it may even just be that I need to stop looking at those as, like, a baseline of cards to recommend. Because, like, that card, like, the Prism card, maybe it's just, like, you can't... The Prism card isn't the right card to buy now if you're just getting into sports cards because it's it's deemed like it's deemed like um and I'm going to use this term very loosely like the holy grail of modern cards to buy like if you're looking at a player's market you're going to look at prism like back in the day that was the case but it really it was the difference between prism and like optic was like for luka for example it was the difference between like it was the difference between like eighty bucks for a PSA ten prism and then like you know thirty five to forty bucks for like an optic PSA ten. Now we're looking at like, and I I don't exactly know what the price is right off the top of my head, but like now I mean just as an example, now we're looking at more like in the thousand dollar range and then like in the five hundred dollar range for like those those prism and optic cards. Now you, you can find other other options, and I'm still trying to like back in back in. I don't know, maybe beginning of 2020, I was buying Select because I was like, this is undervalued if you compare certain players, their Prism to their Select cards. And I still think Select is a good value, but like at the same time, like now I just think that a lot more people know that. So it's like, once people start to understand these things and know these things, that's when the undervalued nature of certain sets and certain players and certain cards kind of goes down. And like I said this is it's sort of me talking about the industry in general and you know if you're listening to this podcast you probably already are understanding all of these things but it's just something that I'm trying to figure out my way and figure out what type of content I want to make like do I want to make um you know news related content because at this cuz you know, everybody nowadays is making news content. Like, there's specifically, like, there's specific accounts on Instagram that just do, you know, news stuff. So it's like, do I want to do news stuff? It's like, I don't know. Do I want to do, do I want to try and find undervalued stuff and talk about that? Do I want to just talk about the record-breaking sales? Like, there's so many different avenues that I think a lot of people are in. And I do think it's, it's, I think it's probably more of, like, Back when I was sort of getting started, I was learning, and that was sort of the thing. Like the content was me learning something and then trying to learn more about it and talk about it and educate people. And now there's so much good content that's out there. It's 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 not exactly. I guess you could say it's harder, maybe in a way, but it's also just like I want. I want to. I want to make the content that I like, but also that's going to help people and. Back in 2018, 2019, there just wasn't as much content. So it was like everything that I was making at the time, I guess, was was new. And it was kind of rev- not revolutionary, but it was like new for the industry. Like people hadn't... Like there, are, there were a few like original people who made content for the industry. And, you know, they did a phenomenal job, I think. And that's kind of where I got my... Where I get a lot of my information from. Uh, and I still get a lot of my information from. But at the same time, like now... There's just so many different uh, voices, I guess, in a way, that I'm trying to figure out what mine is. And I don't know if that's... Ne- I guess it's necessarily maybe this is for content people, maybe this is for people who are interested in kind of what my thought process has been over the past past few months, but it's like, uh, you know, and it's it's something that I want to tell people that that's kind of where where I'm at in a way. It's like why there hasn't been as much content is just because I'm trying to figure out what to do in a way, I guess, because you know, and also I look at it this way, like 18 months ago, and I'm, I always use this term 18 months ago, but it, like I said, it's like almost two years, almost two years ago. I knew what the, I thought, I thought I knew what the industry was going to look like, uh, like now ish. And like n- between now and then over the next like year or two, I thought I knew what the industry was going to look like now. With Fanatics taking over, I think I have less of a grasp on what I think the industry is going to look like, and it's harder for me to want to give advice or or speculate on what I think the industry was going to look like because I I just have no idea. Like back in back back when I was originally doing content, like back when I was originally doing the podcast, you know, I could speculate on certain things in the industry that I thought were good, certain things I thought were bad, certain things I thought would change. And now it's like I the whole I feel like the whole industry has become speculative. Um and Everything you know, and I don't think the sport that sports cards are going to go away when Fanatic starts making them. I just think that they're the way that they're going to. I, I'm just, I just don't know what they're going to do, and that's kind of my one of my things is where I'm, I'm sort of trying to figure it out for myself what I think, what I want the industry to look like too. Because like in a way, a couple years ago, I thought that this is this is what I thought the industry was going to look like, and that's what I thought I wanted. But there there are times where I look at the industry that I thought was I there's times now that I look at the industry how I thought I wanted it to look and it's not there are certain pieces that I thought I wanted and that that maybe aren't as good as I thought they were. So it's like I'm tr- I'm trying to recalibrate sort of my thought process behind what I think I want the industry to be or look like and that goes along with like making content the way that I make it is like I try to speculate on you know maybe it's speculate on players maybe it's speculate on products but it's like I just don't even cuz at this point you know everyone has heard probably about fanatics the move so people are people can make their own keep opi- people can make their own opinions but I don't think anyone's opinions honestly at this point there's no there has been no necess- there's been no real plan. I think there's been like news articles that have had little nuggets that people have picked out of like things that people are saying or things that people are putting on Twitter, but it's like there's no way to know what this industry is going to look like. And I think and I think also the thing is like I was I think I was more excited in 2020 looking at what I thought the industry could be than what than and than I am now in a way. I think that's one other piece of content that I've been trying to navigate my way around is like it's I th- I think that Fanatics is going to be a very interesting transition but I'm just I just don't know what it's going to be so it's like I I can't get excited for it because it's 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 nothing like it's a blank slate it's like it's I I honestly could say anything at this point and it may be right or it may be wrong but it's like it's 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 almost basing it's basing my opinion off of something that I don't think anyone's ever seen before, so it's like it's hard for me to speculate and want to even speculate on what I think the industry will be just because of because of the way that things are gonna change, and that I don't even think we really know if it's good or not you know I don't think I think it's going that things are gonna change a lot and that may be good, maybe it's not good, but I don't think anybody really knows at this point, so you know that's kind of. Where the content is, where I'm at, the state of the union for heroes for sale. So it's, it's you know I'm gonna uh, you know maybe it's TikTok, maybe it's Instagram, maybe it's YouTube, maybe it's more podcasting. I, I don't know what exactly what what's going to come of the next you know three four months until the end of the year, but I think it's it's you know it's gonna be me trying to figure it out in a way. So like. If, you know, if you're following me on a certain platform and you're not seeing me post as much, you know, there's probably a reason because I'm on – I'm somewhere else. That's what I'll say because I don't think it's, like, a thing where it's, like, I want to, like, stop making content because I love making content. But it's, like, it's just something where I'm trying to figure out exactly where to focus my energy uh, to figure out what is going to best serve sports cards and how I can best – how I can best help the industry? Uh, so it's—I mean, it's honestly—it's just going to be me trying to figure it out for the next however long until I don't know, maybe from until Fanatics uh, actually starts announcing what they're going to do, where they start coming out with you know some sort of product. I don't know. It's going to be—it's going to be interesting, and I hope—I don't know. Hopefully, you're excited. Uh, it's going to be—it's going to be exciting to see what happens whether it's good or whether it's bad I, we I don't think we know at this point but it's going to be something to something to watch for sure It's gonna be you know it could be good I think it I think here's my here's my my big speculation at least I think that Josh Luber and Michael Rubin at Fanatics, I think that they are smart and that they they like cards like I think Josh likes cards. Obviously he's engaged with the industry he was one of the first outside companies really to come into sports cards like at the twenty nineteen national he was one of the first people that I noticed at that national that like stockx had a booth at the twenty nineteen national and that was I was like whoa like that's that's a company that's totally out of sports cards and at that point they didn't even have cards on their website yet so they started rolling out cards and it was like and then you you know you look into more more into Josh Luber and you see that like he's you know, he's posting about cards and you know, he uh he is into cards maybe more than like a different like a random company getting into cards in a way. Or a random person getting into cards and kind of starting up again. Um and I think Michael Rubin has, you know, innovated in good ways with Fanatics. And they've done some good stuff. They've signed athletes to exclusives, which I think was very, you know, like a foresight. I don't know if that's the term, but like, you know, they were looking at this from a perspective like, you know, there is maybe a chance that we'll do this. So we're going to sign some of these athletes. So I am optimistic that things will go well. I just think that things are going to change pretty significantly how the industry is now compared to where it's going to be in 18 months. Uh, but that's pretty much all I've got for this episode. So I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you all for following as well, because I know that the podcast hasn't been as consistent at all. Like I think the last episode was in July at some point. So we're like almost, you know, we're probably six weeks from the last episode. So if you're listening to this and you made it to this point, I really appreciate it. Make sure, like I said, go follow me on all the socials, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, um, all those places, Twitter, if I didn't say Twitter. But that's going to be it for today's episode. So thank you all for listening. Uh, Thank you all for following. I will talk to you on the next one.